You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Self-talk, part two. Types of self-talk. In the previous module, we introduced you to the topic of self-talk. Now, let's look in more detail at the different types of self-talk you can use. You can separate self-talk into three categories, positive, negative and neutral. These can be further broken down into a number of subcategories. Let's start with positive self-talk. Positive self-talk is a talk that generally makes you feel good about yourself and the things that are going on in your life. Think of it like having your best friend or a good coach beside you, providing you with an endless stream of positive feedback and compliments. It's not simply about praising your achievements, but more about the efforts you've put in, as well as your patience, resilience and other personal qualities that have helped you achieve what you wanted to. There are four types of positive self-talk, all of which are useful in competition. These are self-talk for psyching yourself up, boosting your confidence, giving yourself instructions and controlling your emotions. I'll repeat those, psyching yourself up, boosting your confidence, giving yourself instructions and controlling your emotions. Let's take a brief look at each of these. Typical self-talk for psyching yourself up will be phrases such as come on, bring it on, and let's do it. To boost your confidence, you might simply say to yourself, I've done this before, I know I can do it again. I've got what it takes. Instructional self-talk focuses on exactly what needs to be done and is most useful when broken down into very specific or technical instructions. For example, follow through on that shot or keep your feet moving for a tennis player, or drive your knees up for a sprinter. You'll know the specific tasks for whatever it is you're doing, and will be able to come up with the right instructional talk. Positive instructional self-talk can help you focus on specific technical or task-related aspects of your performance in order to improve execution. This could be the most useful type of self-talk in pressurised situations when you tend to forget the basics. A soccer player missing the target on a penalty shootout is a great example. Serena Williams used the phrase, keep your eye on the ball, in her tennis, and even wrote it in a booklet she kept courtside, much to the amusement of the onlooking press who called it on camera. Interestingly, Serena and her older sister Venus grew up in Compton, California, one of the most socially deprived and crime-ridden cities in the US. Serena was once noted as saying, if you can keep playing tennis when someone is shooting a gun down the street, that's concentration. Another example from tennis might be a player who uses the word contact before hitting a shot. This could help in his concentration and keep him focused in the here and now. A key aspect of self-talk is to stop negative thoughts from entering your mind and to remain immersed in the moment. As I've mentioned before, What happened previously or what the outcome of a contest might be are not relevant to the play being contested right now. 
you will likely already know the technical cues that will serve you best in your sport. These cues vary greatly from sport to sport. In an aiming type sport, for example, a target might be a key focus, but in a tactical team-based sport, it might be an interaction with a particular player or even a group of players. You can also use self-talk for controlling anxiety levels. Phrases such as, calm down, take four breaths, or simply relax, can be helpful verbal cues. One of the most famous athletes to openly use self-talk was Muhammad Ali, possibly the best fighter there has ever been. He once declared, I am the astronaut of boxing. Joe Lewis and Jack Dempsey were just jet pilots. I'm in a world of my own. Ali is also quoted as having said, I hated every minute of my training, but said to myself, suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. His self-talk was a driving force, a motivation to get through the rigours of training in order to realise his dreams of being the greatest. And you know what? It worked. Real Madrid and Portugal soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo has a very similar outlook on his football ability. I don't have to show anything to anyone. There's nothing to prove, is what he said. Positive self-talk typically focuses on increasing effort and improving your attitude. It can be quite general in nature, such as, come on, you can do this, or keep pushing. Or it can also be very specific, like, keep your arms moving fluidly for a swimmer. Using positive and instructional self-talk as an added benefit in that it can prevent distracting or negative thoughts from disrupting your performance. We'll discuss this in a later module. For now, try and gauge how often you use each of these types of self-talk. Sucking yourself up, boosting your confidence, giving yourself instructions and controlling your emotions. And ask yourself whether you might use forms of self-talk a little bit more that you're currently only using sparingly. Let's look at negative self-talk. Negative self-talk is the talk that can make you feel pretty damn lousy about yourself, about significant others and about the world in general. Such self-talk can be truly demoralising and demotivating, whether the situation at hand is good or not so good. Negative self-talk can be broadly split into three categories. Worries and concerns for outcomes, disengagement and tiredness. Worrying self-talk could be quite general negative thoughts. I know I'm going to get this wrong again. I just can't do what the coach wants me to do, or I'll never be able to win this. Examples of disengagement would be, I can't keep going. I don't feel up for this. Or, I don't know why I do this anymore. For tiredness, or what some psychologists might term somatic fatigue, examples could include... I'm shattered, I'm wasted, or I've got no energy left. Unfortunately, negative self-talk may well be the most common type athletes use in highly pressurised situations. It's generally demeaning, prevents you from reaching your goal, it's counterproductive and anxiety-inducing. That's a lot of unnecessary baggage to carry around with you. Saying things like, that was a dumb shot, or you suck, or how can you play so badly, will not enhance your performance or create positive emotions. What it does do is create anxiety and self-doubt, 
Even though you might hear athletes justify their use of this type of language by claiming, it fires me up. Most of the time, it actually doesn't. What is clear is that, for the most part, negative self-talk is detrimental to performance, your self-esteem, and your general well-being. Finally, we've got neutral self-talk, also termed irrelevant self-talk. This covers anything that's neither positive nor negative. What am I doing later today? I wonder how Frank's getting on, or I need to go shopping later, and so on. A professional soccer team that I once served as a consultant had a midfield player who was a great player and often charged with taking all the free kicks. He was such a virtuoso player and free kicks came easily to him that he would often confide in me that preparing to take a free kick, he'd be asking himself what nightclub he'd be going to later on and what type of champagne he'd be drinking in celebration. I noticed on a number of occasions he'd hoof the ball over the crossbar or he'd miss a teammate by a considerable distance, presumably because his mind was somewhere else and certainly not in the game at that moment. The neutral self-talk drew his efforts away from what he should have been thinking about. This is a trap great players can often fall into. We'll further explore neutral self-talk later in this programme, but to summarise, self-talk is such a powerful tool that it's amazing how rarely people are taught how to use it better. People often assume that the self-talk is automatic, that it just happens, but it doesn't. And you do have a choice in what you say to yourself. And throughout this program, I'll help you improve your own day-to-day self-talk. Look at it like a type of investment. If you want to get fit, you know you need to train. You probably go to the gym three or four times a week and work hard. Think about improving your mindset and self-talk in a similar manner. Learn the right skills and keep practising your self-talk until it serves you well, both in the hot better competition and in life in general. Remember that your self-talk will not only have an influence on the results you achieve, but also on future performances. Ultimately, your self-talk will influence how you think about yourself and your own self-worth. In the next module, we'll look at how you can start to monitor and challenge your self-talk. I'll give you a number of strategies and techniques that will make your inner voice a strong aid in your quest to improve your performance. You might exercise today. Outside of a competitive environment, use your journal to create three columns, one labelled positive self-talk, one negative self-talk, and one neutral self-talk. Under each heading, list the self-talk that you would typically use in a competitive environment. Examine the balance between the three different types. Reflect on how you can begin to reduce the negative and neutral self-talk in order that most of what you say to yourself in competition is positive in nature. A lot of people think that the thoughts that run through your mind are just a random psychological factor. I maintain that you can exert a lot of control over the thoughts that you're allowed to enter your focal awareness. Practice the positive self-talk thoroughly in training before carrying it into a competitive arena. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing Podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.